My name is Mark Viquez, and this is the Ballpark Hunter Podcast, a weekly show that discusses topics at the ballpark from the game day experiences, stadium news, logo changes, and everything else that's brewing at the game. We cover it all from the baseball to the beer. Invite you to stay tuned and hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Mark Viquez, Ballpark Hunter Podcast, and with me today is the Senior Vice President of the Vermont Lake Monsters, that is Mr. C.J. Knudsen. How's everything going on in Vermont right now? Well, today was a beautiful day. It was about 35 degrees and a little snow on the ground, but uh, we're almost ready for some baseball weather here. Oh, I thought you were going to be serious there. Oh, it's about 60 degrees up here, and... (laughs) Went outside and had a beer from uh, one of the numerous places, like like Hetty Topper. Is that still the thing up there? Yeah, Hetty Topper is still very popular. I mean, that that's one of the great things about living in Vermont, especially in the Bronson area. Is they're unbelievable breweries, great beers, great restaurants. It's just uh, it's a, a haven for uh, yes. great beer. Yeah, I was there in 2015. I saw a Vermont uh, Lake Monsters game. Great. And I, I don't know, we might have been somewhere in between there and Montpelier and we stopped someplace and they had a line out the door to get a four pack of Hetty Topper, one per customer, $13. And I bring it back uh, to New Jersey where I was at the time. And I had people say, oh, my God, I'll give you $10 for one can. Yeah, like that was so sought after. I, I should have went back in line and picked up a few more. I could have made some could have paid for my whole trip. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, it's uh, there. It's very popular, still is. And uh, but I mean, there's so many good breweries up here. I mean, and we have a lot of them at the ballpark, which is great. And that's a uh, that's a cool thing for fans to enjoy when they're at the stadium. I'm gonna tell you like when I, and I, I, I we'll start talking. But when I went to a game there, I had such a great time. And part of it was the beer selection. It was reasonably priced. I think I had a beer called Pine State Lager. Uh, Green State Lager. Green yeah. State Lager. I fell in love with that more than Hetty Topper. And I remember yeah. I brought some home. I I had a buddy bring some back later on. And then I stopped having friends go to Vermont for a while. So, <laughs> but I, I just remember like it was $6. I'm sure they're a little bit more now, but $7 I, I now. $7, which when you think about the price of a beer at a major league game or even a, a high A or triple A, I mean, seven bucks for a local beer is pretty damn good, especially when you're helping out the community you live in. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you go to a restaurant, that stand beer might be $8. So, I mean, it's a yeah. uh, pretty, pretty good deal. Yeah. The beer, the beer prices are going up, 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 no matter where you are. And uh, it's like, heck, it makes you want to stop drinking sometimes. <laughs> it's like my, my lot, you know, my steak dinner was less than a couple beers. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Insane. So anyway, last year around this time, you guys uh, were not quite yet. Uh, you guys were sort of in between leagues. You got unceremoniously dumped by major league baseball. Those are my words. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to say anything. And you decided to join the future collegiate baseball league, which I had predicted you guys were going to join on a a stadium journey article. I felt that was the best fit for you. Awesome. You go out there and you finish with uh, the best record in the league and you win the championship in your first year. Uh, How was that season, you know, going from affiliate, going from affiliated, not playing and then winning the championship. 
how can you describe the emotions of last year? Yeah, I think uh, last year was really, uh, it was a, at times it was a nightmare. At times it was a, the, a, the best dream ever. And uh, I think really at the end of the day, we accomplished so much, uh, experienced so much in a short period of time. Um, and uh, really the most important thing is baseball uh, was saved and mm-hmm. survived in Burlington, Vermont. I mean, it's, the fans up here are very passionate. They love going to Centennial Field. Uh, they love cheering on the Lake Monsters. Uh, we had to pull the, the entire franchise together, relaunch and reopen a facility that wasn't open really for 2020. Uh, and we had to all do that in about a matter of a month and a half to two months. And so uh, we had to do that. We had to hire entirely brand new staff. Uh, you know, we asked everybody to stay on board. They decided to uh, pursue other venues outside of baseball. And so uh, I was really the first employee and uh, to try to kind of rebuild the team here. Uh, we had no players. And so we sent out about 1300 uh, emails to uh, colleges and universities across the country, uh, introducing ourselves, introducing the league. Uh, and sure enough, we started getting some players and some attention. Uh, we had over 60 guys play for us. Uh, and, uh, we had 11 guys from Vermont play for us, which uh, that was really the first time in, in Lake Monster history that we've had uh, guys from Vermont, you know, wearing our uniforms. Yeah, right, rightfully so. It's uh, I, I could just imagine that offseason compared to this offseason is probably a fresh of breath air. It's like, wow, we can just get down to business as usual. Yeah, you know, we have uh, we have time on our side right now. And, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty much fully staffed. Uh, our roster was set back in September. You know, so we've uh, words gotten out nationally that, uh you know, the place to play is for the Vermont Lake Monsters and the place to spend the summer is in Burlington, Vermont. You've got a gorgeous lake right here. You've got a great nightlife. The mountains right down the street. Uh, and as we said before, some great restaurants and University of Vermont's here. So uh, some awesome colleges as well. Yeah. And Burlington just seems like a, it's on its own little different way of life. It, it's not a major city. It's just a very charming, relaxing little place to be. It's outside the hustle and bustle. Yeah. Of New York or even Montreal. It's just, uh, it, it's, it's a unique experience and it, it took me forever to get up there, but I specifically <laughs> drove the six hours just to say I went to a Lake Monsters game because. Well, that's good. We, we appreciate the support, Mark. And uh, so last year was literally a whirlwind. I mean, it was seven days a week, you know, yeah. sending out emails uh, at two in the morning uh, by, on, by everybody. I mean, it was a, a total team effort, you know, and we were fortunate enough where we went on a, 14 game win streak. Uh, we set a league record for wins, uh, you know, made the playoffs, uh, won the championship uh, on August 20th. And that was the first time there's a championship uh, here uh, in this market since 1996. So it's, wow. it's been a while. And uh, the fans just loved it. They loved coming to the ballpark and, uh, you know, cheering on the Lake Monsters. And in terms of the baseball, the baseball was, uh, I would say, about the same as the New York Penn League. Some, sometimes is even better. Um, and we have some great players that played for us. And, you know, one in particular, Ethan Anderson, who's a or catcher who's going to University of Virginia, he was tremendous. So it would not surprise me if he gets drafted in the near future here and, and uh, becomes a major league baseball player to pull in. Yeah, and that's that's how it's always been. You guys have had, in, you know, playing in Vermont at one time, Barry Larkin, Ken Griffey Jr., Omar Vizquel, you know, those guys went on to great careers. Maybe all three of them, two of them are in the Hall of Fame, maybe one joins in the future, but uh, – Getting back to joining the future futures league, were you ever worried that the fan base may not accept this new type of baseball or did you have to lessen them and explain how this was different or did they say, Hey, we support you no matter what you have. 
Yeah, well, I think the 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 thing that the fans loved is, uh, you know, we kept the name, obviously. So the same name with the Vermont Lake Monsters, same uniforms. Uh, Champ, which is our, the most important thing, our mascot. Definitely. He was, he was still there dancing in the dugout. So it was a very similar fan experience. And uh, I think the fans really embraced uh, that we had some local players. You know, we had players from uh, – we had a player from Burlington, Vermont, who went to Burlington High School. Then we had guys from uh, down south in the southern part of Vermont and, uh, you know, the, the boonies of Vermont. And so it's just really cool to see the small town name on the video board. And all of a sudden they're, they're cheering on their neighbors. And uh, it was really cool. And the quality of baseball was tremendous. You know, we had a guy from Harvard during the championship game. He was throwing 98 miles per hour. I mean, this, you know, these guys are good baseball players. And so I think from a fan's perspective, uh, they – uh, really appreciated the Futures League. Uh, they loved the uh, the time that we ended up going into extra innings uh, one time during the year where after the 10th inning, uh, the Futures League actually does, uh, you hit a home run derby. So you have a home run contest. Yeah. Whoever hits most home runs uh, wins the ball game. And so we did that once and the fans just thought it was amazing. So they erupted, you know, in cheers when we won that one. And uh, it, was, uh, it was really cool. And uh, they were just, I think at the end of the day, excited that baseball was here for 2021 and is going to be here for a long, long time. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what I've talked to some other individuals out in the Prospect League in Burlington and uh, Clinton. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's baseball. It's the same atmosphere. Some of these players are just as good as the guys or not better than yeah. we had seen in previous years. And I guess also the promotions and the atmosphere, was there anything you guys were able to do differently in this league compared to in the past? Well, I think, uh, and that's a great question. Uh, I think, you know, from our standpoint, we're basically not tied into uh, minor league baseball or major league baseball anymore. And so there's less restrictions in terms of licensing. Uh, we're able to use a lot of local vendors here, you know, to produce t-shirts to resell or to look at uniforms or team gear, things like that. So, uh, so that's been, uh, that's been fun, you know, and it's also, you know, our, our own independent league. So the eight teams in the league, including us, you know, we can kind of dictate and decide, know how we want to operate uh you know having a thing like the home run derby to uh, decide a game you know that's kind of fun to have as opposed to when we were under the minor league baseball umbrella which was fine too uh but there's a lot of restrictions and and some uh and some red tape you have to go through so it's been uh you know a lot of fun for us to kind of uh branch out and uh, be a part of the futures league yeah because your players are there for the whole year for the yeah they're here for the you know from really uh mid to late May to when our season opens up to, uh, you know, mid August. And, uh, last year we played 68 games, regular season games this year, our schedule is going to be 64 games. And so it'd be a couple games shorter. Uh, we're going to play 36 home games, uh, which is great. Hopefully make the playoffs. And, uh, so I think the guys are just excited to play baseball and, uh, you know, spend the summer in Burlington. Well, yeah, I, I think most of us are excited to see baseball because I don't know when major league baseball is going to, start playing again. So definitely guys, yeah. you know, the, the minor league summer collegians are definitely helping us out with that fix. Uh, as we talk right now, uh, obviously it's before the baseball season. What are you doing right now to uh, get ready for 2022? Yeah, we're, uh, we're planning and trying to uh, get our promotional promotional calendar, you know, set in stone here. Uh, so we can, uh, you know, start promoting our upcoming season. Uh, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of work to kind of plan for, for the season, you know, 36 home games seems uh, like it goes by very fast, but it takes months and months to plan, you know, do everything from uh, getting fireworks shows uh, together to uh, doing a fan favorite, which we do up here called hot dog hysteria night uh, sponsored by McKenzie's 
where it's uh, those three nights a year, we do 25 cent hot dogs and uh, the place goes nuts. And uh, we have over 4,000 people come to each one of those games. Um, it's putting together a lot of community relations, a lot of community programs, uh, especially last year, not knowing uh, what was gonna happen with COVID uh, and getting such a late start. You know, we have a lot of time right now to really put together some great promotions for fans. So, so we're meeting with our clients to uh, have them come step up to the plate again and help sponsor and support the ball club. And so that's the stuff that we're working on right now is, uh, is our fi finalizing our promotions, our giveaways, uh, and starting to sell our single game tickets uh, pretty soon here. I'd say 25 cent hot dogs. That really brings out 4,000 fans. It does. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, our last hot, our last 25 cent hot dog night, we sold close to 10,000 hot dogs and, uh, place is just packed and, uh, it's a fan favorite. We've been doing it for years and, uh, it's one of those things where they, they come with their quarters and uh, it's yeah. just a, a sight to see. I, I tell you, I, we have dollar, I live in Indianapolis. We have dollar hot dog night. That's exciting for me, but heck I could buy four hot dogs for <laughs> price yeah. of one plus, plus paying less money for, uh, for craft beer. Oh, that sounds like yeah, a better well, deal. Yeah. I mean, 25 cent hot dogs definitely go well with the green state lager. Oh yeah. Green State Lager, but yeah, I when I was there, I did sense that community feel. There was uh, there was a few social areas that I, I happened to talk to a few folks at, and I think somebody actually bought me a beer and just sat down and told me about Burlington. I guess they thought I was local. I, I told them I was up there reviewing the ballpark. Oh, great! On the website, and you know, it, it's just to me when when I go to an older ballpark uh, such as Centennial Field, it's. Um, just reminds me of minor league baseball when I was a kid, you know, it's the nice grandstand. You, you have the old historic seats at the end of each aisle. It, it's just a basic, basic necessity uh, of, of watching. I guess that's not the right word. It's, it's just a nice comfort, comfortable feeling, at least for somebody my age, maybe not somebody yeah. younger, but it's just, it's great to see that the ballpark still being used and you're still packing fans. And so, yeah, I mean, the ballparks actually never look better too. I mean, nope. and, uh, as you alluded to, it's a really old ballpark. The field itself was built in 1906. Uh, the existing grandstands that are up there right now are built in 1922. Uh, and then uh, not only did we relaunch a franchise uh, in a short period of time, uh, we also invested a ton of money in actually doing upgrades to the ballpark. So throughout the whole course of the uh, last season, uh, we put it, uh, made it, made it some great additions. You know, we ended up uh, putting uh, two brand new bullpens in the left field area to uh, put a bunch of new seating all along the fence line there uh, in the right field. There was a, an existing pavilion. We doubled the size of that. Yes. Uh, we ended up bringing in our own uh, Neapolitan pizza ovens. We make all of our pizzas hundred uh, percent uh, homemade on site. So that was something new that we launched last year. Uh, and then we're about 95% complete on this, but in the right field area, uh, we are getting ready to open up and they'll be ready for this year, uh, four uh, field box suites. And so right there in first baseline. So the ballpark looks amazing, brand new padding all over the place, uh, some additional new swing seats. So it's, it's never looked better. And uh, we're going to continue to uh, uh, renovate it and uh, increase the fan, uh, fan experience. Yeah. And, and that's a great thing. You can renovate these ballparks. It's not as if, Oh my God, I can't do anything here. It's, it's built 19, you said what, 1922? 1922. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a hundred years old from the grandstand. So it's this, this really nice, you know, neighborhood feel community. Uh, it, it's just something very magical coming up to that ballpark uh, during that summer and, and being in Vermont. It was everything I had thought it was going to be. 
Good. And, uh, you know, and you do have to make changes to it, which, uh, you know, like with any vessel, any kind of venue, you have to add things to appease the 21st century uh, customer. But uh, what are some things that fans may have talked to you about that say, hey, maybe we can add this in the future? Was, was this all these changes, were they done from community involvement or just things that you noticed? Stuff that, you know, we're, you know, really our, our ownership group was looking for uh, stuff that we want to be able to do, you know, like new bullpens is, is, is great. I mean, that's something that obviously affects the baseball part of it. Um, and cause we want our, our, our players to really feel, uh, you know, special when they come here, especially when they're playing in front of 4,000 fans, they absolutely love it. But we also want the visiting team to, to, you know, love to come and play here as well. So, um, it's, so it's a, you know, that, you know, we've got, you know, things that we'll end up doing for this year is we'll end up uh, bringing in a, probably a point of sale system, you know, for our concession stands. Cause right now really uh, the ballparks have never really taken credit cards for the example of the, with the exception of tickets and some merchandise. So we're trying to get to that level, maybe at some point do the entire Wi-Fi across the stadium somewhere in the future. So we're to, we're, we're slowly, but also having a ton of fun doing it, moving yeah. it into uh and bring it to a next level for, for uh, our sponsors, for our fans, for our staff, for the players, for everybody. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Little things like Wi-Fi could make a lot of people happy. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. One, yeah, one thing we're doing is uh, at the uh, end of our season here, uh, we'll end up having uh, family movie nights. So we'll start that towards the end of August or September. So we'll have about four of those movie nights where it'll be family friendly. So that's something where uh, families can still come out to the ballpark, even when the season's over, you know, to see Centennial field, uh, and enjoy a nice night out at the park. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I, I love those old cover grandstand stadiums. And yeah, I also love a good mascot and, and you definitely <laughs> have one of them in champ. When I, I have a video on my YouTube channel and, and champ sort of the, the star of it. He makes a few appearances. Um, he, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a fun little character. And for those of you who are listening, and I hope it's a lot, uh, the Lake monster name comes from champ who, is this mystical sea monster that's in Lake Champagne. And uh, I've never seen him. The only time I've heard, first time I heard about him was on an episode of uh, Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. Yes. I'm like, oh, wow, there's a, there's a lake monster up in Vermont. So it's uh, how, how much, how much is, does uh, Champ do in the off season making appearances or uh, getting the word out to the folks about the club? Yeah, well, he's uh, champ is our MVM. He's our most valuable monster. So he's uh, he's there. He's at every single game. So you're guaranteed to you know have a champ site in there. Uh, but really, at the end of the day, he's he's the face of the organization. Yes. Uh, he's super bright and green. He's got a huge smile on his face, and he is uh, you know he's he's out and about across the entire state. You know, going to schools, uh, going to community uh, parades, uh, walking up and down Church Street. So he's he's out and about year round and. And uh, which is great, even though he's got a big head, he doesn't have a big head, you know, but he's been all over worldwide media. He was on ESPN Sports Center. He's been he's been all over the place. And, uh, you know, kids love him. And, uh, you know, he's got his own little merchandise line, his own champ dolls. And uh, so he's a, he's a ton of fun to work with. Oh, yeah. No, no, it was it was a lot of fun. You just you can just see the kids gravitating towards him and just following him. And, you know, he's very active. But uh you know, uh, how far do you reach out in your community? Obviously, you have Burlington, but like, where do you get fans from? Like, how far do they come to watch a game? Yeah, I mean, they come from all uh, all over Vermont. 
uh, you know, pre-COVID times are coming from uh, Montreal and across the border. So hopefully uh, yeah. now that the border's back open, they'll uh, be able to continue to do that. Uh, we'll also draw fans from uh, upstate New York, you know, so the Plattsburgh, New York area. Uh, so we've got a pretty, you know, pretty strong radius. You know, we'll go to uh, a place called the Northeast Kingdom, which is the northeast corner of Vermont, which is a good hour and a half, two hours uh, drive away. Uh, and so people are literally flocking to Centennial Field, you know, to cheer on the monsters. And then obviously we've got a ton of people from uh, the Chittenden County area, which is the largest county in the state, which comprises Burlington, South Burlington, uh, you know, communities and towns like that. So we're we're definitely Vermont's team, and we're trying, and we're people are traveling all over to, to cheer us on. Yeah, and I'm just you know looking at the uh, the schedule this year. It's because I mean when you're in the New York Penley, you're playing about 40 home games, correct? Yeah, we're playing 38 home games and traveling uh, really, I mean, 5,000 miles easily yeah. a year. You know, traveling as far south as uh, Aberdeen, Maryland, oh, facing Cal Ripken's team, the Aberdeen Ironbirds. You know, traveling as far west as Niles, Ohio. You know, mm -hmm. facing the uh, uh, scrappers. Scrappers. Yeah. I mean, so again, it's going as far east as uh, Lowell Mass facing the Red Sox, the, uh, you know, Lowell Spinners. So this league is definitely less, e less travel, easier travel, which is, which is great. And we're still busing everywhere and, yeah. and occasionally, uh, you know, spending nights on, on a hotel, on the road in hotels. So, but it's much easier than the Penley. Yeah. But everybody's in New England, correct? It's everybody's it's, in New England. Yep. Yeah. So we play obviously us in Vermont, a uh, team in New Hampshire, a uh, bunch in Massachusetts and yeah. a couple of Connecticut. So eight teams total. And it's a great league, great operators, great facilities mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, great baseball. Yeah, no, I've been to, I've been to a few of the stadiums like Nashua. That's another ballpark that reminds me of, uh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, Brockton, New Britain, those are former minor league yeah. uh, and independent stadiums. So it's, uh, I think I was counting about four to six. I think all the stadiums were once independent or, or minor league. Yeah, the Norwich Sheenicorns uh, at Dodd Stadium in Norwich. Uh, that They joined the league right around the same time uh, the Vermont Lake Monsters did. Um, New Britain Bees, they have a beautiful ballpark right there. So, I mean, there's a ton of great facilities around. Uh, you know, Worcester, uh, Worcester has, yeah. a, has a nice ballpark right there uh, in Worcester. And so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great, great facilities. And I think the players really love uh, – you know, when they see the stadiums for the first time, you know, and seeing the crowds, I mean, they really enjoy playing this league here. Yeah. So definitely this was the right decision. Cause I, I know there had been some rumors. You may look into independent baseball. Was that ever an option or you just thought about it? I think, uh, you know, the, uh, our owner, Chris English, uh, you know, he also owned the Brockton rocks and, uh, in which we're already in the Futures League. And so I think from uh, his standpoint, yeah. it made perfect sense for us to join the Futures League, which which I agree, this was a home run. I mean, it was, yeah. uh, you know, very similar length as the New York Penn League uh, in terms of, uh, you know, playing in, uh, you know, this one starts a little earlier, so playing May, June, July, and, and, and August. Uh, but it's uh, much easier to handle. I mean, if we were, you know, part of a, an independent team, independent team might have to start a little earlier, so maybe yeah. early May or maybe even late April, depending on uh, what league you're in. But this was a home run uh, all across the board for the Lake Monsters. Futures League was definitely the way to go. Yeah, I mean, it's just the traveling alone. You know, I always talk to, I always see these leagues in their their map. And I'm thinking, because I remember one time, and I don't know, it was one of the incarnations of the Frontier League. I think he had Newark playing Gary, Indiana, Newark, yeah. New Jersey. And I'm like, that is just too damn far for a baseball yeah. team to travel. I mean, uh, that, is that eat, does that eat up the budget the most? Is the traveling or is it? Yeah, something I mean, else yeah traveling is a, is a huge cost uh you know the other big cost is these guys love to eat you know our players are uh, are big guys and they yes. love to eat a lot of food so that's another 
big costs, but uh, we know we got some great relationships in town with restaurants and things like that. But yeah, I mean, travel is, is a big budget. You know, you gotta, you know, we're busing everywhere. So we're, we charter a bus. Then obviously if we're spending the night in hotels, I mean, that could be, you know, hotel nights, it could be, you know, easily 2000 bucks, 2,500 bucks a night, depending on how many guys are traveling with you. Uh, so all that stuff tends to add up, but mm-hmm. you know, that's where we kind of, uh, you know, when we come back home, it's great. And then, uh, you know, that's why it's important for people to come out to the ballpark to, to buy tickets and buy some hot dogs here and there, because that helps, uh, you know, cover some of the costs here to operate the franchise, yeah. which at the end of the day, you know, people, you know, love the Lake Monsters, love the ballpark. And we're just, you know, really fortunate to be able to uh, maintain it and be here for, for the community. Yeah. And it's also a great town to be in during the summer too. So it's, it's not too hard to get people to Burlington. Uh, but you said you averaged about how many, you said you had some 4,000 nights. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think last year we averaged a little bit less than 2000. Uh, we had for May and June, we had state of Vermont, uh, CDC COVID, uh, uh, yeah, restrictions. And so for example, our home opener, uh, we had 2,500 people, uh, but we ran out of tickets because we had a social distance, everybody's six feet apart. And so we had really no tickets left to sell. So, um, this year, you know, we expect our numbers to be really strong uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, very little COVID restrictions, uh, if any, so we'll see what happens. Okay. That, that was going to ask you about the COVID restrictions, not yeah, nothing there so far. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, as, as everyone knows, you never know what's going to happen with it. Yeah. And, you know, during last season, it was seemed to be changing every single day. And so you're trying to navigate those waters, but we'll see what happens uh, moving forward uh, for 2022. But we, we expect, anticipate you know, that, that it should be less. And then uh, it's great that we're also an outdoor venue. Yeah, no, it, it was weird. It was definitely weird. There would be some stadiums, they didn't care what you did. And then there was other stadiums, they checked you, you had to have a mask on. Yeah. Uh, you know, even like the Indiana Pacers, you had to have a mask on. If you didn't, somebody came up and told you. Whereas I, I think I went to some, uh, I, I'm not a Colts game, might have been a, a USL soccer game. And nobody said anything, just walk yeah. around. So, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely check on check on their website. Hopefully everything is fine by the time baseball season starts. I hope. I, I really don't want to go through another 2020 season or 21 <laughs> season, even though 21 wasn't too bad. Yeah. But that was, uh, you know, a lot of fun up and a lot of fun up in uh, Burlington. Uh, I, I guess we'll finish it off with if if I'm coming up to watch you guys play, what are some things you'd recommend for me to do in Burlington? Eat, drink, play? All, all the above. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, there's you definitely should be doing a brewery tour. I mean, there's yes. some unbelievable breweries here. I mean, you have uh, Zero Gravity, which makes Green State Lager. Yes. They also make Slimhead. That's right there on Pine Street. Uh, you know, you have a 14 star up in St. Albans. They have unbelievable beer up there. They make a really good uh, double IPA called Tribute. Uh, you know, Von Trapp and uh, Stowe, if you want to head out there, they've got unbelievable beer. Um, so it's uh, there's literally you got to do a, a brewery hop. Um, you know, you got to either rent a boat or, or take a, a, a ride on the ferry and check out Lake Champlain because it's absolutely stunning. You know, it's uh, one of the largest lakes in the country about 125 miles long. Uh, it's great from a recreation standpoint. There's a beautiful bike path right along uh, Lake Champlain. So you can ride your bike, you can take a walk, go for a, a jog, do rollerblading, whatever. And then uh, restaurants, there's there's amazing restaurants everywhere. So, I mean, there's great pizza places, the high-end uh, dining. So it's, uh, it's just really, really entertaining. And there's great food stores too. So you can get a lot of, uh, you know, uh, natural uh, local food, whether it be from the farmer's market or directly from the grocery store. So it's a, it's kind of a paradise if uh, you're into exercise, into uh, healthy living and into, uh, you know, beers basically. 
Yeah, yeah. Last time when I was there, I was coming back and I don't know where I stopped at a brewery. Uh, it was a little bit south of probably Montpelier. And they had people kayaking. It was they stopped there to go kayak uh, yeah. and get a beer. I was like, I wanted to join them. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. looked like a lot of fun, but I, I had to head back to uh, I was going to Springfield to see the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, NBA, uh, basketball Hall of Fame. I was like, man, that's that's fun. Like, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing I noticed when I travel and see different ballparks. You may find yourself in a city that you hate. You can't wait to get out. But then you find yourself someplace and you're like, I want to stay. I want to do that. That looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Bur- uh, Burlington can give you, I mean, easily you can uh, spend a good week in Burlington and just cruising oh, yeah. around and taking trips out to Stowe or taking trips up north or even hopping over the border to go to Montreal for the day. Montreal's about an hour and a half north. So it's okay. really, really convenient and close. And, and so you, you and your listeners and the guests would have a, have a great time uh, enjoying a, a summer, you know, we, a summer uh, week, a week in the summer in, in Burlington. Oh, no, definitely. And how far is the ferry ride over to Plattsburgh? Uh, it's about a 15 minute ride, maybe 20 okay, minute ride. That's at the most. And you, you get that uh, ferry crossing up in uh, Grand Isle. And uh, so it's a quick, it's a lot of people will take that ferry when they come over to uh, catch a ball game. That's, that's, that's great. So yeah, so you get a lot of people from the Plattsburgh community. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to, to travel to a baseball game, take the ferry. So, all right, well, CJ, definitely appreciate you coming on here and talking with me today. Where can we find uh, your ball club, the Lake Monsters, online? You can go to uh, vermontlakemonsters.com for the latest information. Uh, we have a great online store right there. And then uh, once we put individual tickets on sale, they can uh, check it out. They can also uh, check out our roster once we post it and then the team stats and even watch the games online. So it's, it's a really robust website that, uh, uh, you know, is coming along nicely for the season here. Is that for free or is there a charge? Uh, to watch, to, to stream, there's a, a charge. It's to the league. Um, okay. But uh, you can definitely, the website's obviously free. And then, uh, you know, see the roster and yeah. stats and the game recaps and everything else. So it's, uh, it's definitely a cool place. And check out the merchandise. We, you know, we sell a ton of merchandise from all over the world. You know, it's, uh, you know, Champ's very popular and uh, got a lot of little leagues uh, called the uh, Lake Monsters. So it's kind of a cool thing. And, and the Maple Kings, you guys still sell that merchandise, correct? Yeah, still the Maple Kings. So nice. one game of the year we're Vermont Maple Kings, and also one game of the year we're uh, the Vermont Expos. And so it's oh. kind of like a little tribute to uh, to the Expos back in the day yeah. when uh, the Vermont Expos were founded in 1994. And yeah, then the uh, Expos. We were, yeah, we we're the last Expos in baseball. That's uh, correct. 2005 season. So yeah. So like when you're the Expos, do you bring back former players? Do you bring back? When I when I was here uh, years ago, when we were the, you know when we would change it back from the Lake Monster to the Expos for those nights, we would bring in former uh, Montreal Expos. So we brought in uh, Andre Dawson, we brought in Dennis Martinez, brought in Tim Wallach. So we brought in a bunch of guys, and uh, the fans loved it. It was just really cool to kind of see their heroes, get their autograph, and see them throughout the first pitch. Just kind of a neat promotion. Yeah, that's great because people still love the Expos. I don't remember. I mean, maybe up in that part of the country, but. I don't remember a lot of Expos fans. All of a sudden, they're gone, and we all love them. So hopefully, Montreal gets baseball back one day. That'd and, be great. Uh, that'd yeah, be, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. But until then, check out the Vermont Lake Monsters, and your season starts on the 27th of May. Home opener. Yeah, we open up on uh, our, our season opens up on the road the 26th. Home opener is uh, Friday, May May 27th, and then uh, we're in the pursuit of a back to back championship here. Okay. Well, I hope you guys. Get that championship and best of luck this offseason and during the season as well. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate being on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Thank you once again.
All right. That was CJ Vermont Lake Monsters. You know, sometimes I talk to ball clubs that I have never been to. That's kind of why I have them on here. But not this case this time. Vermont, uh, it's definitely a fun little town to visit. Great beer, great views, water sports, hiking, kayaking. It's an outdoor paradise. It's kind of what you think about Vermont. You know, Vermont sort of has that kind of uh, little hippie vibe. And believe you me, it's there. And uh, that ballpark, I love the old ballpark. So looks like there's some, looks like they've made some major changes since I was there in 2015. Uh, it's probably a lot better now. You can check out my uh, visit from 2015 <laughs> on the Ballpark Hunter website. I'm sorry, the Ballpark Hunter YouTube page. And I also have a Stadium Journey article about that visit. So you can uh, look at that video. You, you can see me a little bit younger. I don't have the gray hair. I'm a little bit thinner and I'm a little bit hippa. Uh, so, but yeah, CJ, thanks for coming on. We wish you guys the best of luck. And that's just a nice little success story that you had a team that was shunned by Major League Baseball. I'll say it. And they were able to, to live on in the uh, in, in this new Futures League, Future Collegiate Baseball League, which is uh, eight teams uh, throughout New England. Uh, that area seems to have a lot of summer collegiate teams. I think Montpelier has a club in the, uh, oh boy, I can't think of it, the New England League. But yeah, good times up there. Good times. And unfortunately, that's the end of our show. So I appreciate you guys for coming out here and listening. I hope you enjoy the, the content here. If you ever listen to my show and say, hey, that'd be kind of nice if you interview this individual, let me know. I'll be more than happy to do that. Uh, sometimes uh, I may not see what you guys are seeing or thinking when it comes to baseball stories. So let me know. Drop me a line. That's Mark with a C at stadiumjourney.com. And uh, until next time, be safe and we'll talk to you then. Adios. 